Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. You've got exactly ten minutes to decide if you really want to know. You have built this city. Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've done today. based on fiction. Motherbox says, where the hoes at? Oh, does it talk to you or anything? Or? Dude, in like the fucking Justice League cartoon, which you haven't really seen, have you? No. Yeah. This played like a pretty big part in it. Uh, because uh, not Mr. Miracle, but like his half-brother, Orion, I think. Mm-hmm. He always had like Motherbox. And then when he, when, he would, when he would turn it on, he was like, Motherbox says, blah, blah, blah. So, so it spoke to him. Wasn't it? Mr. Miracle was the son of High Father. Orion was the son of Darkseid, yes, and they had a switch. But then now both sons hate Darkseid. So yeah. <laughs> Jack Kirby, good old Kirby. And now they're making a movie about it. Yep, about both of it because essentially the Eternals was him trying to do like New Gods again. You think a New Gods movie is gonna be any good? I'm not. I don't have the most faith in Ava DuVernay, honestly. Mm. They had Tom King writing it though with her. Tom King writes comic books. Yeah. That's that I think it that that I think can sometimes can sometimes be a mistake. Just, just well, I don't think he writes a good I don't comic think he's writing a script. I think he's gonna write like a story with Yeah. Books. I think he's writing a story and then she's gonna incorporate that into She needs to fucking work on something that she has that she knows about, in my opinion. Not just do some uh Ava Duvernay, like you're a hot you are a hot director, also check some other boxes. So how about you do like a movie of a DC? Uh, we got this thing called the the New Gods. It's by Jack Kirby. Who? Jack the King Kirby. Who? He's Stanley's brother. Oh, Stanley, I know that name. 
<laughs> Which is always so fucking sad. <laughs> uh, time goes on, man. He Bill fingered her. <laughs> uh, no disrespect to the dead, but this is talking about three people that are dead. I, I started to hate Stan Lee more and more. Yeah, I don't. Because, again, like, the general public, oh, I love Stan Lee so much. Like, do you, but you don't know all the shit Stan Lee did. Stan Lee's so great because he made some cameos in some movies. Jack Kirby died poor, son. Stan Lee let the motherfuckers take Jack Kirby's artwork and hit them shits so Jack Kirby couldn't sell in, in the mm. 70s. He was a businessman. You know who also is like, uh, I'll tell you who, who the modern day Stanley is. Jay-Z. Explain. I won't get too political, but Jay-Z did a deal with the NFL when a lot of black people like, fuck the NFL because of those protests and shit. So he turned around, did a deal with the NFL, and didn't include one of the, the main people who were doing the protesting against the NFL. So now a lot of people have to turn their back on Jay-Z, on Jay-Z and bring the things he's done, and they're like, damn, that's Kanye. So, in terms of being strictly businessman and fucking over people who he came up with, Jay-Z is kind of like the modern-day Stanley. Speaking of NFL, you watched the uh, last season of the Ballers? I'm like two two seasons behind the Ballers. Oh. That was okay. Yeah, yeah, because like, the last one I watched it had uh, Medusa and it wasn't really that good. Like, Ballers was also kind of like, like shows that I hate B-Fact and the fact that it's the same plot over and over again. It seems like it's the same thing yeah. over and over again. Oh, well, no, don't be shocked by the last season. <laughs> so anyways, um, kind of getting into the meat and potatoes of this episode, um, you're going to get some classic comic talk. Brian, what comic books are you reading as of late? Funny you should say this. <laughs> uh, no, actually, this is a, I actually just read a new, well, it's not a new series. New, new series to me. New to you. Um, Yesterday. Uh, I know you ain't ever read it. I don't think so. I highly doubt you have. Uh, but witches. The Scott Snyder. Scott Snyder and Jack. Nope. Really good. I'm shocked that you bought a non-Marvel DC book in general. So I started reading. With no superheroes are in. <laughs> so I don't want to say I'm getting bored with some of the superhero stuff, but I just want to get some other new stuff to read. So I started reading that... Uh, some me 10 years ago. I started reading uh, that Something is Killing the Children. I haven't heard that before. Uh, it's a new book that Tinian's doing for Boom. Really? Boom? Wow, okay. Um, I haven't heard that at all. There are two issues into it. And I'm just trying to get some recommendations for other books. Uh, and it's kind of a horror comic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just... I wanted something to read. And... I'm a... I know you're not a Scott Snyder fan. I, I do like him. Um, but I was knew he has a new book coming out, and I couldn't remember what it was. Um, but he has a new one coming out here sometime this month, meaning that we are in November right now. At least November. Just could be 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it came out last November, <laughs> um, depending when this came out. Uh, but he has a book with Charles Soule coming out called Undiscovered Country. They're both writing it? Uh-huh. Who's drawing it? Who's drawing it? Yeah, you asked me questions. I don't know that. <laughs> okay. Um, I just remember they come one come a new one come out, but then I checked out the witches because there's a it was a ten dollar graphic novel that had all six issues that came out in, back in 2014. Image is good about that. Like their first trades are always low price. Yeah. 
Uh, it was a good fucking storyline. Yeah. Um, definitely a horror comic. Uh, but I'll tell you what, reading the thing, you could almost visualize it as a movie. Like, mm-hmm. uh, it definitely has a, some elements of like Blair Witch Project in it. Um, but it's essentially about this family. Uh, this that has this, this parents that has this girl uh, who grew up in this town. Uh, she's getting bullied by this one girl, and the girl dot goes missing. Um, and she's like, oh, this monster from the tree or something like that got her, um, and killed her, and, um, when they found the main girl, Sailor, uh, she was a concussed and everything, so now no one believes the story and wonders if she killed mm-hmm. her, she killed her, um, so they end up moving up, moving out because just everyone's kind of, like, tormenting this girl that she killed this bully, um, so she moves, to, they move to this other new town, try to get a fresh start, uh, but you find out, like, these monsters or witches kind of follow them. Hmm. So, it was, it was a good storyline. Like I said, the whole time you're reading it, mm-hmm. you, you can definitely almost see it play out like a movie. Like, thriller, horror type movie. Really enjoyed it. I'm actually, like I said, uh, I, I'm joking, but I'm serious. I, I'm surprised. Cause, yeah, because, as you said before, you don't typically veer much away from, like, the mainstream. Big two. Superhero comic books. And, like, I found so many great comic books that have not had anything to do with any fucking superheroes. Because comic books, as I, as I beat it up, is a medium, not a genre. So there's so many genres within comic book, in, in comic book medium, that are great. Like, uh, for example, Jeff Lemire, um, there's... The the best one is Essex County, which I have on comics... Allergy. Also, box office poison is really good. Cause like that's like a slice of life book. Um, but yeah, but there's so many good comic books out there that have nothing to do with superheroes at all. That are really great. Um, Segway into trash. Just gonna see it sit on the floor there. Yeah. Did you read that Marvel Comics 1000? And and 1001. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know how it's even Marvel Comics 1000. They've had one 1000 books. Yeah. Oh, because they wanted to have Detective Comics yep. and Marvel Comics, or in Action Comics. Yep. Like, oh, we got to jump on this bandwagon, too. I couldn't even bring myself to get 1001. I thought 1000 <laughs> was such trash. And then... I wanted to throw it away. My but biggest, I paid too much for it. Yeah. I had 30% off this photo. But my biggest problem was... People who I think should have been included weren't included. Yeah. Like... Who's the main one they got to keep, keep right, though? There's one kind of... Al Ewing. Consi- yeah, I don't like him to be in one. Al Ewing is one of my favorite writers. Is he? I guess I can't really place what he's done, so... I don't like all this shit. Like, um, Hawk is, is unreadable, but he, in the past, in the last few years, he, he's done a lot of shit that I thought were amazing. But how can you have a Marvel Comics 1000 with no fucking Chris Bacalo or, or, or a Pacello who did fucking... Generation X, X Men for like twenty years now. Spider Man, Doctor Strange, and he's only the only the only shit he 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 ever did it at a DC was uh the Sandman spinoff with the chick Death. Mm. But how can have Marvel count one thousand one thousand one with no fucking uh uh Chris Pacello? Then like no fucking Joe Montero page, and the artist the artist is trash. These are not like the people you, you think of in Marvel. Storylines are trash too. Yeah, I thought the I, the idea and concept like having every story for every year that it's been around w- w- was kind of cool, but it sucked. 
I knew it was going to work though. Yeah. The, but the, this this actually repeats the issue that Marvel has like the last two or three years with this shitty art. Like Marvel hire anybody off the fucking street. I feel like, I feel like me and my cartoony cartoonation style can probably do covers for Marvel if I wanted to, and but they'll pay me like five dollars a cover. Well, I think right now it's Marvel's back into the writer. Yep. DC's into the. I think DC's kind of both. I agree. I agree. DC's being more of what's called what's called like a auteur brand now, to where like to get like the best creators and, and, and kind of let them go nuts. Well, it's both. I think it's. I think DC's more of the artist and the writer working together. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas it's still they're basing eh, maybe maybe not all of them because you got like Ryan Stegman right now with uh uh Don Danny Kays. Yep. But that's only in one book. I mean, they're not known to work together. Like, I mean, but yeah. like when you had like that Tom King, Mister Miracle, it was well, t- Jason Aaron and uh, Russell Dowdleman on Thor. Mm-hmm. That's been a good four or five years. It feels like. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. But speaking, I think Marvel still has some good artists in there. Uh, few and far between for me. They got Ed McGinnis still, and I think they underutilize him. I feel like I feel like his time is done. Like his art doesn't excite me the way it did back in the, like nineties. I think he needs to jump ship again and go back to DC. To me, he's still. He, I think he was a definitive Superman, and then Hulk at the second. He, he's probably my favorite Hulk artist. Hulk, 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 Hulk. Yeah, that word I'm trying to say. But to me, Ed McGinnis is a Marvel artist in my eyes. His Superman was good. It's probably my favorite Superman because uh yeah. But okay, but. Speaking of, well, a book that I didn't think that I would like that I've got to go back and get, I think, two through four might be out. Because it sounded like, it sound, when I heard the concept of a storyline, now this is Marvel doing dumb shit again, but uh, Maximal, no, Absolute Carnage is, issue one was good as fuck. Mm-hmm. I was fucking shocked. And it, it could have been good because I, I expected nothing of it. But it was it was so good, I'm thinking about going back and reading like, the whole Venom series. Which I probably won't. It was a of it. That's where that book should be. Yeah. <laughs> Only a better fall. place would be if you got trash can to put it in. <laughs> uh, no, I'll, Danny Cates might be one of my favorite, most consistent Marvel writers right now. And he mm-hmm. kind of came up, maybe I'm wrong, but he kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, um, I agree. It feels like that Thanos book he did, like I didn't collect it, but my buddy did, and I read those issues. Mm-hmm. And that was a good-ass storyline. Um, then he did... Did he go from Thanos to... Venom and Guardians, I, I believe, and, and and something before that too, like he was doing like more of a B-list character. But I tell you, it was not good by him. Silver Surfer Black. That's confusing as shit, and wordy as I fuck. I can do it, yeah. And then I, I like, but there are some, there are some uh, slight tie-ins to his other. Like he's kind of have his own little universe. Everything like grouping everything in together, like the Null and mm-hmm. you know, like almost kind of like a space type thing. I'm a little because I. It, Excited about his Thor run. I'll check it out. That costume looks weird, and Thor looks weird. I, I've never been able a fan of comic Thor. Like trying to get into it, no matter what. The only Thor that I loved was JMS in Olivier Cobriel. Yeah. But um, uh, Trad Moore. Speaking of him, did a great run with Justin Jordan on at Image on uh. Luther Strode it was like maybe a four-part series. It was kick-ass, but more serious. That was good as fuck. 
Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but at the last con that you and I went to separately, uh, my main thing that I was trying to do is, because as I told you, um, uh, I'll buy a text. I'm collecting dead universes. I think that's a good way to get a complete run of, of a whole company. Mm-hmm. And that is, is, is something that is obtainable because it, it's done. But I'm doing Milestone and the Mo- and the Malleable Ultraverse right now. So I, I got a lot of those books and like the, uh, a lot of those are good. Like there's one called Firearm that's really fucking good because it's by James Robinson and uh, Cully Hamner. So I'm reading that. Also, I read a book that we both heard about for years and that I know you probably haven't read. And like it's my first time ever reading it, but Cerebus. Little pig looking motherfucker. Yeah, I heard of it. Never it, read it's not, it. It's not bad, man. Really? Yeah. Did Donny Cates do Doctor Strange? Yes. After uh, Jason Aaron left it, he did the one when Doctor Strange got beat out by being Sorcerer Supreme from Loki, and then that apparently had a tournament, but then they found out there was a tournament. Yeah, that was good as fuck. Was it? That if that came out 2019, that that you might did be like a, a, what like about six ten issues, issues or something like that. If that came out this year, that might be a contender for one of my books of the year next year. What is it with... That was good as fuck. All writers, like, when they're doing, like... Because I know... I know, like, most writers understand, like, the the superhero is what pays the bills, but they enjoy doing, like, their indie books more than anything else. Mm -hmm. What is it with all of them lately in, like, horror comics? Because... I feel like... Because it's a supernatural essence to it? No... I think, like, a lot of writers grew up liking fucking horror movies and stories. Because, uh, That's what I think it is. Well, was talking. I mean, I think Scott Snyder, more than anything, is a horror writer. I yeah. Mean, he has, so, I mean, if you go back, he's got, um, even going to his superhero stuff, Black Mirror, uh, his first detective run, mm-hmm. had horror elements to it. American um, Vampire was a horror story. He wrote, was it? The oh. wa- he did The Wake. Yep. I think that was Freeze, Vertigo. I think, was him too, wasn't it? Uh, I his three was American Vampire, Witches, and... But then you got Tinian doing like that something is killing the children, which is a monster book. Um, I was just looking. Donny Cates did that baby teeth or baby tooth or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just looking at the covers and the thing it's a horror. Yeah, I think that uh, a lot of these comic book writers now grew, grew up on horror and then like to do superhero books because also love that shit. But like yeah, but like your passion projects are all like horror is probably one of my personal least favorite genres. I think it was a good story, and it's. I don't think you need an ongoing thing. Like, if you can do, like, six issues. Like, Witches was nice. It was a six issue, and mm-hmm. I think they're doing, like, an arc two, but it's been, like, fucking since 2015, I think, was when he mm-hmm. wrote the first one. Um, doesn't need, I don't think you need an ongoing six issues, something like that. Tell oh, story. I mean, horror in general, in movies, TV, anything. Oh, I don't know. I like horror a lot. Because, to me, like, it's just a gimmick. just trying to scare you. Oh, I scared you. Ah, jump. Like, but, yeah. but oh, that's just me. Um... What else? What else have I been liking lately? I wrote. Oh, uh, do you remember back when when Wizard Magazine had their own combo company for like a, a day and a half? No. Black Bull Entertainment. No. Oh well, they had a they had a book Gate Crashers that was Jimmy Pomiani and his wife who can't draw who draws Archie characters and, and makes me sick. And then it had a book by Garth Ennis and the guy who co-created Just Dread called Just a, Just a Pilgrim. He had like a 
a cross on his eye? No. Uh, I have no idea what he's <laughs> But Do you think Garth Ennis is still relevant, or do you think he's kind of past his prime? Well, he's very relevant right now because the boys just came out the boys. We them boys. Yeah, but I mean, what... He's got a TV show, but... but I mean, irrelevant as far as actual comic, like, that new stuff that he could make. Any comics, yes, because he hates superheroes, so, like... He's not gonna write for Marvel DC like there's some like that. Oh, I think they bring him if he they offered him Punisher again. I think he would come back. I, I don't think he would anymore. Like he he's been that well too many times. Now. I think if they were to bring back Steve Dillon <laughs> for another Punisher run, he would. So that's never gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's because Steve Dillon's dead. R.I.P. But Garfin is, is a good writer. Yeah, you never read his preacher though, right? Nope. Never will. As a more, um, as an adult, I would maybe cons- maybe consider it because I read um, Midnight Nation by JMS, which is fucking good as fuck. Mm-hmm. Which kind of, which kind of like awesome sacrilegious type shit a, a little bit. I remember I read that it was a twelve issue run, right? Because mm-hmm. he did that right after Re- Rising Stars. Same time. Oh, was it the same time? Yep. At the first, at the first. Unless his Rising Star was so delayed, and he yeah, because he got a huge. What was that Top Cow that did Rising Star? Top Cow, but and had his own line called Joe's Comics. Yeah, and he got in a huge back. Like he had that. I remember because uh, I just read an article on this. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Like within the last couple months, mm-hmm. I never realized because I collected at the time because when Rising Stars first started, that was some good ass artwork in it. Can't yeah. remember who it was. Eventually, it segued over to Brad Anderson. Who, Woo! Wasn't as nearly as good as who started it. Branson was trash, man. Um, I was mad that anyway that terrible ass. That motherfucking Brent Anderson draw like he put a, a fucking pencil in his asshole and just fucking twerks on the fucking page. But I never really. He had all those done and he held on to them because he was just so pissed off. He's like, yeah, they're finished. He's like, I'm not gonna turn them into you. Yeah, yeah, that was in Wizard. Yep. But it was. An artist I never heard of, no, who, who was big at any in the time. We're going to find this out. Well, this is three. These aren't order anymore. Yeah, three was mainly Brent Anderson. And this is one of the best superhero stories I've ever read. And a great com- and a, I'm shocked they never made a TV show or a movie out of this. They kept talking about it. Yeah. But it never they happened. They kind of tried to with that Heroes show. Yep, yep, yep. I don't even know. How many graphic novels you got over there? Oh, this. I have the whole thing. Do you? Yep. I'm trying to find it, but it's not in order. Um, I'm going to borrow these from you. Yep. I'm sure people are loving this conversation right now. I mean, it's coming to talk. Uh, and then like, we're right, right in the studios, so we're going to see books. But yeah, JMS is probably my favorite superhero writer, because this goes on, on what we've been talking about tonight. His shit, isn't, his shit takes superheroes to a different level, because not on kitty shit. He takes it as if it happened in the real world, and he, he has interesting stories that, that typically like you don't see a lot. Uh, oh, but this is a good uh, Jeff Lemire too. I love this Superman run or Spider-Man run too. Yeah. Um, which I try. I kind of want to go back and read it again. Um, just to see how much it holds up. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of it that people just did not like either. Volume two. Oh, here, here it is. Here's volume one. Now, let's stay on a J- on JMS for a while. All right. Did you uh, also read? Supreme Power? Uh, parts, bits and pieces here and there. Supreme Power is a better version of Rising Stars. Because I think Gary Frank, yeah. And, and Gary Frank is a beast, man. It's like, 
And Keith Ring didn't do Rising Stars, though. He did Midnight Nation. He did some of this part. Did he? Yeah. He did that cover. It was like Christian Z did the first one, then it was a Gary Frank Rod, then it was Stuart. Stuart. Uh, Stuart. Kicha. Yeah, Kincha. Stuart Eminent did some too, I believe. Hmm. But. Did you ever read Gary Frank's book at an image called Ken? No. It was fucking good. But yeah, the Midnight Nation was kind of a horror type comic. Yeah, I remember that. Now, depending on the writer, I, I don't really follow genres overall. I follow writing styles. Like, JMS to me has never done like a bad comic book. Besides, even Superman and a fucking Wonder Woman runs, the parts I read of them weren't bad. They were kind of trash. Well, now, I, but I think he was also kind of giving up on comics at that point in time, yeah. too. Now his, He didn't care. His plotting was bad, but his actual scripting was actually good. Like, in terms of, like, the dialogue and the captions and shit, the storyline, because, like, there are two parts of writing. There's the actual plot, or well, three parts. Plot, pacing, and actual scripting. His scripting is always immaculate. His yeah. plot, he can't end his first shit. No, it either it doesn't end or it ends like shit. Besides the 12. Ended really good. I never read that. But you're right. I'm trying to think back. He can't end shit for shit. Uh, some of the storylines he started on Spider-Man. I think his Spider-Man run started out great. The tail end of it was great. And I know he got a lot of hate for one more day. Yep. But he's he's publicly came out that he wanted his name removed from that book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because when Joey Q started taking over, like, with Sin's past, which he, he also didn't want to do. Th- oh, he didn't? Nope. That's when, like, he started uh, getting a little bit of a marvel. I think, to me, the best ones he did, because I, I think he's someone that pairs up well with certain artists. Which is ironic, because, as Ron Guardian told us, he doesn't talk to his artists at all. He just sends out the fucking scripts. But I was going to say... Ron Garney and the John Romita Jr. stuff, I think, were the best run. The Mike Diodato's were... Was that? I, on a Spider-Man, I, hate, I hated him on that book because the tone was kind of funny and lighthearted. But mm-hmm. he, too dark. Too dark. It was like fucking... Jason Priestley was fucking Spider-Man. It was... Yeah. I got mad when he took over the book, bro. Yeah. Um, but I thought... Oh, excuse me. That was some of Romita Jr.'s best artwork. I agree. And it because it was clean, yes. it was clean lining and everything. And he probably had, I don't know who was inked it Scott, at that time. Scott Hanna and Tim Townsend. That's why. If it, if it's Klaus Jansen, Klaus Jansen sh- shouldn't ink anybody. But people love Klaus. I don't know why. Klaus is trash. Every book he he took fucking cartoony ass, which I like. Giuseppe Camicole and turned his artwork into trash. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's when like the Dan Slott Spider Man's at some point. It was uh, him with fucking Klaus inking it. It was trash. Yeah. He, he fucked up. Because I was excited <laughs> when uh, he came back. But, I don't know. One day we got to do an episode on overrated people in comics. Klaus Jensen may, may be... Uh, he, he's up there. He may not be number one, but he's up there. Steve Orlando would be up there. Yeah. People love him, and I... Uh, he drives... I don't know. I'll keep my opinion to myself. <laughs> I'll be starting some sort of hate crime or something. <laughs> Yeah, but that never be said that we don't hold back on true stories based on fiction. I'll hold back on that one for right now. 
But um, I don't need to be upset in the alphabet crowd. <laughs> but JMS might be my favorite comic writer of all time. All time? Because I, I can't think of anything that he's written that I didn't love. Not just like the love. Even when he came back to Joe's Comics again in like 2014 and had Sidekick, which was amazing. Protectors Incorporated, Ten Grand. He had like his whole his whole line of books at a main mainline image, and they were all great. So the art was kind of because he had fucking Tom Mandrake drawing the book, and Tom Mandrake He's trash. Trash. He doesn't even try. He can tell there's no effort. He's just Tom Mandrake had a had a dude who was supposed to be a hip superhero, right, with a bowl cut. <laughs> like 2014, he had a fucking bowl cut, bro. Oh shit! And Tom Mandrick, he's not even that old. He's like in his fifties. He's not that old. He's not like in the eighties. I fucking. We probably should hate him too. In case we want to get him on the. I never want Tom Mandrick on the show. I don't have anything to ask him besides why he sucks so bad, why he interrupted the fucking Grant Morrison run of Batman with that terrible storyline with about that weird villain. Yeah. It was like that eight part series. Like four part. It was like two episodes out of that and Detective. Yes. But it came out like every week it seemed like too, because it was obviously was inventory story that they already had is it held it back. Because I think fucking Grant was getting late or some shit. Yeah, filling something mm-hmm. like that, and then maybe updated a few things to incorporate into some current storylines. It didn't tie into anything else, and it just interrupted because because it was his first storyline with Phil Robin. Then it was that issue that was pro had that fucking ugly ass computer art. Then it was that for like like you said like a couple weeks or. Then they did Return of Razagul, which was a crossover. Could have been better, but it. Good, good concept, but but the execution was a little like most Grant Morrison big storylines. Mm-hmm. Good concept, but the execution is always a little iffy. Um, Grant is also in my in my overrated category. He's also another person I don't think he can finish a fucking story. No, because Batman and I know this is where we differentiate. Because mm-hmm. Batman was good, and it ended. He decided to end it with Batman Incorporated. And it feels like it was just a rushed thing when he he did those last twelve issues I think with New Fifty Two, because that was on his fault because of New Fifty Two. But he thinks that he can write these big characters and don't share them too. That that's yeah. his other problem. Well, the problem is he created Damian Wayne, who he wanted to be hated, but I think DC needed to be loved. Mm-hmm. And then Pete Tomasi was able to actually make him mm-hmm. a sympathetic character that people enjoyed reading. So I think when they killed him, because Grant Morrison did not want them to bring back yeah. Damian Wayne, but they also made his death like no one cared about it. And I wonder if he just did it because he knew that they were going to bring him back regardless. Because like they announced, it, they killed him. They didn't say coming soon the return of Damian Wayne. Well, I think at that point in time, no one believed he was going to stay dead. Yeah. Um. But Final Crisis. Oh my God. Issue. I was done with issue one. I've gone back and tried rereading it too. I still don't <laughs> fucking understand the story. Grant Morrison is a writer who needs to be reined in. Except for his Justice League. His Justice League was good. Because I believe he was reined in then. Because like back then, he wasn't as popular. So, oh, no, Grant, you can't do this crazy shit yet. And like till he, he, he made it a hit. And it's okay, go crazy a little bit. But, I don't even think it was... I remember at the time when the, like that Rock of Ages storyline first came out, I didn't really understand it. But if you go back and reread it now, it's a good fucking storyline. D- didn't make a cry like Kevin Smith? No. <laughs> was a good storyline now I think that was I think that was the I think that storyline the and the Justice League or JLA 
uh, was his magnum opus storyline, and then kept going, and because World War Three, I think was his was last told. one. Um, Before and then, uh, Mark Wade took over, who wrote Tower of Babel, which was yep. a great storyline. Actually, all Mark Wade's run, I think, was pretty good. Mark Wade, Mark Wade might be one of my underrated writers because uh, I don't like him for some. I don't know why, but I don't like Mark Wade as a person. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. He writes like very simplistic story. Like he he wants his storylines to be small. Yeah, I think. But they're also complex at the same time. They're complex and they're small. Yeah, it's weird. Um, I will say that I underrate him. Now, his Spider-Man, in my opinion, isn't very good. Especially when he, he wanted fucking Paul Azekata to draw Spider-Man. Remember that shit? Paul Azekata might be the worst Spider-Man artist of all time. He was part of that fucking... The four rotating yeah. artists. He did the ones that had, I think, the Shocker in it. It was the worst art I've ever seen in my entire adult or adolescent life. Before. He definitely has a style of art that he likes. Like the uh, did he do? Mark Wade didn't do. Uh, oh fuck! What's his name? I'm not sure. Um, he picks good artists or bad artists. Jeremy Renner's character in fucking Avengers. Oh, I okay. fucking yeah. He did. He do the. He didn't do the hawk. No, that was uh, Matt Fraction. Yeah. Um, he did. Mark Wade did Daredevil, and then he did. Uh, he likes Samney. Chris Samney, right? Chris Samney's good. And, like, fucking Mark Waze, he's had, like, three fucking renaissances, man. Because in the 90s, did the Flash and fucking made that shit hot. Mm-hmm. Then he uh, went away for a while, then made the Fantastic Four hot again. With him and... Um, yeah, because that was Mark Wade and... Uh, Mike Ringo, my boy. Yep. Then... And got fired immediately. Got fired. And then brought back. He got fired for a playwright. For what? Uh, The guy who did... Sensational Spider-Man, but first he did Marvel Comics Night Four, Nights Four. Uh huh. He was a playwright. Oh, uh, Robert, 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 the I'm, Alphabet Boy, who does uh TV now. Mm-hmm. He does uh fucking Riverdale. It's actually a pretty cool story. He wrote an unauthorized play about Archie in real life, and then like yeah, like turn characters gay because of course he did, and then he got a cease and desist from Archie Comics but that play got him working Marvel and why they fired Mark Wade a veteran for this young dude wrote a one play about Archie Comics and then they that all that shit happened then fast forward 20 years he's running Archie Comics as an editor in chief and putting this shit on TV he got a cease and desist because he wrote an unauthorized play of Archie now yeah. he runs Archie that's, that's crazy bro but that four book was good too that's what got me into knowing about Steve McNiven yeah that's his first big mainstream work, but the, but the concept of that book was dumb. I don't remember much. I remember I liked it. They got broke, but Reed, but Reed Richards can sell a fucking invention. And they're not broke anymore. True. But that concept made for if you say okay, fuck it, it's a comic book. It made for good storylines, but in essence, it's dumb. Cause that would never happen. Reed will sell a fucking invention and they're back on the red again. Yeah. Or the black, black. Back on the green. Isn't like red and black? No. Cause black Friday, yeah, black. Yep. Yep. Black. No, because Black Monday was the Monday that the uh, stock market crashed. But that's financial versus um, cash flow. Yeah. Um. What else have I been reading? Um. Spawn three hundred was good and disappointing at the same time. I wanted to get it. 
no. And it's almost like, yeah, if you don't read it, you're <laughs> yeah. Like, there's like so much going on. There's so much going on. I literally get it. And, and it, it. I barely understood what happened in that book, and I've been reading Spine since 185. It looked good as far as like the artwork that they got yeah. for it and everything. But could either Capullo phoned it in, or Tom and Farley can't can't ink him good anymore because that's not a good Capullo. Well, Capullo I think he was in a while. He was at because he was in the middle of doing Last Night on Earth. That's a good. And that's why Last Night on Earth got delayed is so that he could go do Spawn three hundred. Mm-hmm. I think he's in three hundred one as well. I believe, yeah, because I think he got the same art team to do both books, three hundred and three hundred one. But I, I did not end up reading those even though I wanted to. Yeah, if you buy it as an art book, yeah, it's not bad. But yeah, but even me reading one eighty five to three hundred, I was confused. I'm going to go back and start collecting Spawn graphic novels at one point in time a few years. Well, the first one. Mm-hmm. Spawn 1 through 7 were good. Then then you got all, all the other writers come on, did their own things, and then, like, he, he, he didn't follow his own continuity. And then, like, it got really, really weird. And just Spawn. Oh, sorry. I'll be right back. Yep. Hello? Alright, um, but yeah, the first seven issues of Spawn were good, like, until he fought, uh, what's, what the fuck was his name? Violator? No. Overt Kill. And then, he had all these other writers come on, like Alan Moore, Neil Gaiman doing all his other work on his book, and then to which, he didn't follow, he, he didn't follow their continuity on the book, then it was, it went all over the place. But, since he's been back on it. It's been pretty good, although it's not an action book. It's not a superhero book e- either. I would say probably it's like a horror book, and doesn't and it has all these plot lines that don't really line up all the time. But it's almost like guilty. It's almost like guilty pleasure for me. Sam has never been much of in time. Do you like him talking about Harlan Moore as a author or a artist? I think he's one of those people who can do both. So. I see him as like a as a creator. Like Frank Miller to me, although he can write without drawing, I like him best if it's just him doing so if it's him writing, drawing and and inking. Yeah, although he's been trash lately. But people say that he's trash without Klaus Jansen. Oh, his art writing. Oh oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, let's talk about that fucking dumpster fire. Be more specific. Superman Year One. Uh, did you read it? How many are out? Cause I read the first two, I believe. The third one just came out last week, two weeks ago. Let's talk about the first two, especially two. Okay. What the fuck was this mermaid shit? Oh. Uh, I think that was supposed to be the Lori Lamaris or whatever the fuck her name is. Ooh. Some old girlfriend. Back in the- oh shit! More importantly, why do they fucking call it Superman Year, year One? It's like year twenty years. Yeah, Superman Secret Origins is what <laughs> yeah. it should have been. And then the fucking king wanted to fuck his daughter. And then at first didn't want to fuck. It was it was like what the fuck? Now it's good art by fucking Jared Gr. His art should always be that big. I think yeah, that was some of his better artwork yes. in a while. He looks great, great in that format. But yeah, what the fuck is that whole? And then like his fucking, his fucking colonel guy knew about the mermaid. Didn't tell. But then he knew Clark had power, but he didn't tell him. But he seemed like he was evil at the same time. 
Yeah. It, what the fuck? And we were talking about the uh, black label stuff earlier. Yep. Um, and I've actually been somewhat impressed, but the first, the, actually, the only two black label storylines that are finished, I thought, have been trash, which have been Batman Damn yeah. and Superman. Year one? Year one. There's only three? Those are the only two storylines that have been finished so far. Because no. Harleen's going on right now. No, but Superman Year One is only three issues? Yep. Wow. How is the whole middle? Oh my god, that's even worse. And if that's the whole middle, that if that second issue is the whole middle of the story? And then they bring in Superman or Batman and Wonder Woman in the third issue. Do they? Oh mm. god. And then the thing is, why did Superman get this RB discharge? Because he followed orders? And why were they even why were people who were in training on doing missions anyway? Sorry, I'm just trying to. I got to go something here for work. Um, it's like Frank Miller had. I mean, I, I I don't know how military works, but I know it doesn't work like that. I th- I think Frank Miller in the long run is still trying to play off of the one storyline that he did back in the fucking '80s that got him acclaim. Which when's the last time you've gone back and read Dark Knight Returns? Not that long. Uh, like a few years ago. Do you think it holds up still? Yeah, absolutely. Two doesn't. No, actually, two, two isn't that bad. The coloring is bad on two, and the art is bad, but... The art almost takes you too much out of <laughs> I agree. And three isn't bad either. Three, I thought, was better than two. Although three is Brian, is Brian Azzarello and not Frank Miller at all. He got paid for it, and then, like... Well, I think, I think Azzarello scripted it, and I think, made, I think Frank Miller gave him an idea of a storyline. Frank Miller wrote... Dark Knight 3, the same way that Stanley wrote, just imagine Stanley created these DC heroes. <laughs> Maybe yeah. not at all. Have, have we ever found out who actually wrote those? Because no, but Stanley. they're releasing as an omnibus or something like right. that here soon. Oh, at the last con, I bought uh, the Flash one, Shazam, and I think the Batman one. They're all trash. Yeah. From what I remember. The one that I read already was, I have one here somewhere. I think it might have been Green Lantern. But not good. Um, I do want to see that Dark Knight Four with uh, Raphael Grandpa drawing it. Is that who's doing it? Yeah, cause he's good. His artwork is weird, but I like it. Raphael Grandpa. Um, I don't know. I I I think it goes back to everyone hailing the Dark Knight Returns as like one of the greatest graphic novel storylines of all time. It's good. It's timely. It's good. Yeah. I think maybe now in today's climate it resonates a little bit more than it has in a long time. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, but Frank Miller, for whatever reason, doesn't want to go back to Marvel. Because at Marvel he had two hits, at least. He had Daredevil and Fucking Wolverine with, uh, with a Chris Claremont. But for whatever reason, he doesn't want to go back to Marvel. Like him and Todd McFarlane. But Todd McFarlane, he softened like his stance on Marvel since Venom came out. Because it must give him a lot of fucking money. Cause now like he now like now like he talks to Marvel a lot. Who does? A, a Todd McFarlane. Yeah. For years he hated Marvel. He the reason why Greg Capullo went to DC and did um Batman Instead of X Men versus Avengers, it's because Todd McFarlane told him, "Nope, did not go to Marvel. I will disown you if he, if he did that shit." And 
the reason why he doesn't fuck with Brian Michael Bendis is the same thing because Brian Michael Bendis writing Sam and Twitch and they got an offer up a Marvel to do um it could have been that Spider Woman with uh Rick Mays that never came out. Last Spider Man they did was the one with him and Alec Bailey. No, but way before Ultimate Spider Man came out, back when he was doing all the indie shit, he got hired by Marvel to do like uh Spider Woman Agent of Shield and, and it never came out. Then it, then then he got Ultimate Spider Man. But but uh, fucking Tyler McFarlane said if you go to Marvel I'm not fucking with you no more so now those who to the day I think still hate each other really yep but now since they gave him a, a, a truck full of money for doing fucking um, Venom was he he didn't let's talk about this for a minute do you think that Tyler McFarlane actually created Venom because I don't who was he was writing it not drawing it at the time right no he was drawing it who was writing it David Michelini and Eddie Brock was a character already mm-hmm. Spider-Man had like symbiote castle the symbiote it's the same really pronounce it castle already so how did he create how do they pronounce it in the movie symbiote symbiote yeah, yeah. Damn. wrong uh, I think maybe he came up with an idea of putting Eddie Brock in the thing together um, I don't know, that's a tough one. And look at Venom, and look at Spawn. He just fucking drew fucking Spawn, really, if you think about it, but like both here. So, yeah, that's one creation that, like, I'm like, I'm not sure it, it, if he actually did it. But, um, shit, like, what else? What else did I have if I read lately? Did I tell you about, uh, fucking X-23? Mm-mm. That's really good with her and uh, Honey Badger. Is it a book now? I'm not sure because Marvel Unlimited is like six months behind. And um, like, I don't get what that Honey Badger is. I don't either, but I love her. It's a clone of a clone now. <laughs> I think. Yes. But she's the most. She's the best teen or kid superhero I've ever seen in my life. She's so fucking funny, bro. Honey Badger or X twenty three. Honey Badger. Honey Badger makes that book, and her name is so so, so stupid, but I love it. That uh, that's really good right now. Uh, what else am I reading? Like on Marvel Unlimited. Oh well, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Are are they still saying that Doomsday Clock is going to tie into the actual? I don't think anymore. I think maybe loosely, but I don't think they can. It was originally because at one point in time. Um, Hold on, can you sign me in that real quick? When uh, Doomsday Clock was first announced, it was taking a place a year in advance. Right. And they said once the story finished in a year, all the other DC books were going to catch up to it and play off of it. I don't think they can do it because they've had to, I mean, adapt to the fact that it's a year, a book that's a year late uh, now. So I, I think they might try to. Um, I hope it doesn't become like just a one-off story like because it's supposed to be the whole thing that rewrote the new 52 and mm-hmm. but whatnot. Is Firestorm currently in the DC Universe? Um, I don't know where he would be. Is Black Adam currently in the DC Universe? Yes. It is that the way that he is now? Uh, no, because he's part of the whole fucking Legion of Doom. That's what I'm saying. Like, 
those two characters and like how they like the characterization don't, don't match up to how they are and like that because fucking Firestorm is supposed to be like a because they're saying it that Superman was like the first superhero that everybody came after him but it, there's some kind of and plot. the government's crazy it doesn't make sense with how DC is no I mean I think they kind of I think they kind of got shoehorned in a little bit to, uh, but I think they got screwed over. I think originally it was supposed to come out that way, and even then, I can see this being a Marvel, I mean, a DC universe, but not, but not quote unquote ours. But the art is good because like Gary Frank is probably one of my favorite artists. Slow as fuck, but but I can see, I can tell why though, because it's just so fucking detailed, man. Every yeah. page in there is fucking beautiful. But at the same time, back in the nineties. He was on time, like, on the fucking Hulk. So, as someone that you say Watchmen is uh, one of the best graphic novel, best storylines that you've ever read, right? Yes. Where? How do you put this in the fact of, uh, as they say, it's more of a sequel to Watchmen than it is a DC storyline? Nope, not at all. Just like this new show, I don't see how, how this is a sequel to Watchmen. Can I watch the first episode? I was lost as fuck. This is like some fucking DC Universe shit that ties into not Watchmen because like nobody from Watchmen is in it. Well, they've said it's it's uh not based on the Watchmen graphic now. It's like basically a story that's in the Watchmen universe. The Watchmen universe is is isn't even that big. Now. Before Watchmen, like, all those books were actually damn good. Alan Moore didn't want nothing to do with them either. Yeah, Alan Moore doesn't want anything to do with anything, with any of his works. And then, like, he won't take money from it. So, so man, like, it stands by his word, though. Yeah, he does. He's, like, the only one. He won't, he won't cave the fucking coin. At all. That's, that's the only thing that I guess people get from being, like, a Satan worshiper. <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't see how this is fucking Watchmen at all. I see this as them just taking some Watchmen characters and it's fucking pissing on fucking Alan Moore by putting his characters in like the mainstay Marvel universe when Watchmen was supposed to be like a a pastiche and it's kind of commenting, doing satirizing like the, the fucking DC universe and shit. And then I don't like that that Jeff Johns. It's trying to write, write like Alan Moore. This it's is dirty as fuck. Yeah, but he's not Alan Moore. I almost want to know: Did he purposely make that thing late, just like Watchmen was? He, he might. Have, he might have. Because I think there was a big controversy with Watchmen back in the day, as it was like a year late or something like that. Yeah, I think after issue four, they started having all the fucking um, delays. But yeah, this is probably the worst written Jeff John books I, I've ever read. I want to know how Jeff Johns used to go from writing uh, multiple monthly books. Consistent, too. Mm-hmm. But, like, his Shazam is notoriously late right now. I forgot that was even a book. And I don't know if that's just mainly due to Dale Eng- Englisham. No, he's fast. Then, where, then what the fuck? Because Jeff Johns also works at fucking WB. He like Jim Lee now. Like, fucking Jim Lee can't... Well, like, he like Jim Lee is sometimes, like... Jim Lee can't do a book on time because he he's running a fucking company. And Jeff John can't, can't fucking write a book because he's doing so many other things. They probably pay him more than fucking writing a book. Oh, 100%. And 
And then at the end of the day, like like probably has a family or has bills to pay, it's like he's gonna do the things that, that he get paid the most for. And then if he gets fired, if a Warner Brothers, well, if he get fired again, he might get fired for fucking DC Comics too. Cause he probably had one one of the greatest falls in comics in recent history. We know why though, but yeah, he was the top of the world. He was their Bendis. Mm-hmm. And now. Since fucking New 52, which was his idea? Wasn't it his idea? Mm, I don't think I so. I think that was more the deal. Wanted yeah. a, um rebirth was his idea. Yes. How does Dan the deal have a job still? Oh. Uh, I don't know one idea that man's ever done that's fucking been. Besides Wednesday Comics, which I like, but it wasn't like financially viable. And then he, he doesn't even like comic books, I don't think, does he? Did he? Yeah, I don't oh. think he even likes comics, and he hates, and he still hates fucking, he still hates fucking Dick Grayson. Yeah, he wants to kill him off man. again. Oh, <laughs> uh, they said they're bringing him back though. Like this next few months, they're bringing him back. Which this whole Rick Grayson storyline's been trash, boring as fuck, and it's gone on way too long. But good plotting by a friend of the show, Scott Lobdell. It wasn't his idea anymore. <laughs> um, I said the storyline. It wasn't his creative story he created. Kyle Higgins wrote the last Good Night Wing, right? Well, Tim Seeley Seal- Tim was okay. Yeah. At some point in time, I kind of want to go back and reread that Grayson run, though. I tried to Everyone loved it. Man, I could, that, that was a steamy pile of shit. Now, I will admit, some Tom, some Tom King newer shit, even though I don't like him personally again, is good. Really damn good. But fucking, that Grayson, whew, that shit was trash. I don't know why, but it was just trash. Because Tim Seeley also is a good writer on his own. Mm-hmm. But that shit was trash. Bad. Speaking of trash, Lathiason is also trash. Who? Oh, Lathiason. The event? The yeah. business storyline? Mm-hmm. I thought it was Leviathan. No, that's definitely not it. Wow. Lathiason. Uh, I don't hate it. I don't know if it's necessarily means it need to be an event book. It's trash as fuck. Nothing, issue two, nothing, literally nothing happened besides having a conversation with fucking Jason Todd. Well, they're five issues in, not much that happened. It's been nothing but a conversation between heroes. Bendis, I mean, when that was novel, like back when we first were doing that shit, it was interesting, but now, like, take 20 years later, it's boring as fuck. Mm-hmm. You can definitely tell, like, Bendis' like, writing style like just did not fit. Like, No. Again, back when it was novel. Like, cause Bendis him, wants to write like a fucking teenage girl. Yes. And, and he needs to realize, like, his... It doesn't work for everything. Like, Batman's cracking jokes. His, his writing worked great for Ultimate. Ultimate and fucking Daredevil. Avengers for the first couple of years. Well, he did his other... He did his original type of style of writing for Daredevil like mm-hmm. and then like he took and now everything he wanted to write like fucking like he, he like started having kids and shit like that um and then wanted to all of a sudden like uh have that type of style that he of a uh, writing like the voices and stuff mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. and it's just not it's not natural to me like, no um like his his Naomi book like and shit was it was good, but Which you can. Which one was Naomi? The Asian that? one? No, that's the little the black girl. That was, was he, Was that like count like the spy one? No, 
It's uh, a little mm-hmm. girl gets powers. Oh yeah, with him and uh, David F. Walker. Yeah, and now like she's been the last couple issues of Superman probably Action Comics. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's not a natural voice. I think no. it's like what he wants or what he thinks like how kids talk and stuff. And, and it could have been back in the two thousand when you first started writing. But yeah, like Ben is, I think Ben is has seen better days. Mm-hmm. And then like. He's putting out the fucking lesion. Who gives a fuck about the fucking lesion? Has anyone ever given a fuck about the fucking lesion of fucking superheroes? Who gives a flying fuck? Some people must. Like, they're making such a big deal of the Legion and the Justice Society of America coming back into... JSA, I can see. But the Legion? I've never... I think it's the most boring shit. Yes! Never liked it. People compared the Legion of Superheroes to the X-Men. Apparently back then they had, like... Either you're a Legion fan or you're an X-Men fan. How? I thought it was Pete and Titans and X-Men. I, I, I've heard that one too, but I, I, I've also heard a lot of people say, yo, I didn't like the X-Men. I like the Legion, like on podcasts and shit. Like, people who are like, are like... Here's the thing. Legion sucks, a superhero sucks so bad, they have to th- find a way to incorporate Superman into it to make Every sense. time, yep. If the Superman, the Superboy, the Superboy, Supergirl, then fucking Crypto... Mm-hmm. Nobody gives a fuck about fucking lightning lad. Fucking cosmic girl. What the fuck? Who gives a fuck about... And then... It, their cartoon got canceled after like two episodes. You probably... I bet you probably had no idea that, that, that they had a cartoon, did you? I did. And it was trash. That shit was so goddamn trash. But now Ben is doing a fucking... Ben is needs to sit his ass down. Or fucking go back to the image. Like, just like some fucking... His own books, his own ideas again. Now, even Scarlet was trapped when it came back out. Like, Scarlet was my shit. Scarlet was so nothing happened. You have a whole six issue story arc. People sit at people sitting at a table having a conversation, and nothing fucking happens. Well, not only that, that shit just got so fucking late. That yeah, the problem is you just never knew what was going on anymore. Yeah, like Powers, I enjoyed Powers for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think I still would, except for fucking the new issue. The powers hasn't come out in four years. Powers didn't come out when he um came to DC. No, he's got a fucking graphic novel hardcover. It's supposed to wrap up all oh. the la- the and be the end of powers. I think. But as I think I might have said before, but now we know why all those books were late because they didn't get paid for those books. But now in DC, his deal is so fucking good that. They get paid for those books. That's that, that's how fucking. When has fucking Adam Lee ever been on time this much? When is what? When has he ever been on time this much? Well, I think he finally actually kind of made sure he was. No, he, he it's just because he's getting paid up front. Because like with fucking Scarlet and Marvel and shit, and then like with with the other books, he got paid after he got paid on the back end. Now, all all of a uh, business artists are getting like a salary now. So now, so now, like, they can uh, produce, like, fuck Brian, I mean, like, Michael Ivan Omi. He did fucking Cave Carson. Cave Carson had a cybernetic eye, like, two years straight. Monthly. Ivan Omi? Yeah. Yeah. Because he's getting paid an actual paycheck. If it's independent, they get paid on the back end. And, like, they probably got kids that shouldn't take care of. But, yeah, fuck, but fucking Action Leave is on time, and it's the same quality work, too. It's the same fucking quality work. But 
I was thinking about getting a whole fucking storyline, but this first two issues was so boring. Nothing fucking happened. Oh, which one? Of a uh, event. Oh, yeah. It's not bad. It's not it, bad. It's terrible to me, man. In the first, in the first issue, nothing happened. And then, were there books that I should have read between one and two? I don't think so. Because the only thing that really ties into it is, um. Action comics, and even then, it's sporadic. Because like the question pops up at, at the end of issue one, but then in issue two, like he's on their little squad, which yeah. came out nowhere. Now, and is is that question is that a Montoya or like the dude question? Montoya, no, the Vic Sage. Is it, okay. Because Montoya, they find out in issue four. There's a uh, Lois has a second group that she's working with, uh, and it's got the Renee Montoya question in it. Oh, so now there's two. Yeah, so Two it's questions. Uh, elongated man, uh, Renee Montoya. I don't remember who else. So like Harvey Bullet. So like Arthur B. Let's motherfucker. Cause like the main thing I had fucking Plastic Man, and then that Plastic Man scene. What the fuck was that? And the issue two when he went to that fucking morgue, and then he got the dude try to fucking uh get him on the team. I gotta go back and reread oh it. God, it's so fucking trash. And. This is the same group from uh, from Grant Morrison shit, right? Yeah, but except because they actually keep referencing Talia. Oh my god! They gave Bendis the fucking world at DC because he he had got stale of fucking Marvel besides Defenders, and it's fucking trash. Of the two that I've read, <laughs> but nothing else. It interests me at all is is like is like his Superman like that talking and word he's just fucking having a, I think his Superman is good he I will say this he does a really good job not necessarily always in the best benefit but he does a good job of differentiating action comics and Superman into two different really? distinct books mm-hmm. um, it's not like you're reading like about weekly books actually in Rebirth ever since Rebirth they've done a good job with detective comics making Starting to continue now. It's a little bit more. It's just a Batman book now, but stay somewhat consistent. Yeah, let's do like a a quick pivot towards Tomasi on a detective. All right. Overall, it's not that good. Sounds good as I hope. No, he has some great artwork. That isn't Mankey because because like Mankey's doing the current storyline. Mankey did a thousand. They did a thousand and twenty. He was complex. How was it going for so long, bro? Just once he was going for a minute, like the whole Arkham Knight he didn't do. Yeah, that was uh, the cow hot shit. Then like did the other shit with uh that same dude did up on Arkham Knight came back and did like another storyline before this uh, Mr. Freeze shit. Brad Walker, I think is that who Brad who Walker did the Arkham Knight one. And a second one too. After the Cow Hot one. What was it? after the what one? The Spectre uh drama Cow Hot. Well that was only two they did a couple like just two up two issues. Uh, two and done. What was his other one? Cause like, yeah, but Brad Walker did something else too. And, and Brad Walker is like seven issues on time. Like the whole fucking Arkham Knight was on time. And like honestly, like I seen better Mankey too. You think it took all this time off? Like <laughs> these fucking books would be amazing. Uh, the Mister Free storyline has been good so far. Uh, Tomasi, I think is Tomasi is a to. Additionally, a consistent writer, but I think he does certain things that like 
uh, he does well on, like, he, I, I think he did great on Green Lantern Corps, pre-New 52 Green Lantern Corps, mm-hmm. so that was a great book. I think once he got into Blackest Night, um, it became good. He wasn't good at, his plotting was good, like his storylines were good, but his, his actual script. I, I think he's great when he's with Gleason. I think he's someone that has to have a have a certain writer or a certain I, artist with him. I think he's good if he's focusing on a theme of fathers and sons. True, his Superman run was good. His Batman Father and Robin son, run was fathers great. Fathers and sons. And his new and his Green Lantern run was good. But that wasn't necessarily father and son. But you're right. The other stuff was. Like I said, I'm like his Green Lantern, because he he only did core right. Mm-hmm. But then he left and came back into Green Lantern core again. When he came back second time. I, I like that better. Oh, see, I didn't. I liked it because uh, when he was in the Blackest Night storyline, the first time around, um, for me, the books were hard to read. I, I was getting bored like reading like the fucking captions, like the fucking word balloons. Mm-hmm. But the, the storylines were good. But like his actual script and like wasn't strong. Now his, his, his script is pretty good. But of its current run. The only sort of line that I, I love was like the Arkham Knight, cause, cause like Mister Freeze shit I, I don't love. They're making him a weird. I mean, his character weird again. They are. They're kind of trying to still incorporate some of the uh, Batman animated. Yep. Cause, isn't it true that Nora Freeze was made for the cartoon? Like the whole part of his arc. Uh, that I don't know. I know they. Basically, re- I, I mean, I have heard they reinvented his origin for the mm-hmm. to make him more interesting. Yeah, because it said like the freeze was like just like a a goon that had a fucking freeze gun, like mm-hmm. back in like the everyday case TV show. <laughs> yeah, was Mister Freeze in mm-hmm. this? Like three different people played him too. Really? I mean, it's like Catwoman had like three different people played him. <laughs> but yeah. um... That run has been, a, honestly, a pretty big disappointment overall. Because it feels like it's all been filler filler until fucking Mankey came back. Like, But now that like, Mankey's back... It, just doesn't, it feels like it's not, like... Cohesive. Yes. Like, there's not, like, just, like, one overarching story to it's it. It's a series, miniseries, basically. Um, and I don't know if they're just trying to build up to... What? You know, 1027, which is technically the thousandth appearance of Batman in Detective Comics. Good point. Which, to me, is more significant than Detective Comics 1000. Yeah, I mean, because Action Comics 1000 is a big deal, because it's the first time that, that that's happened, but the second time, who cares? Uh-huh. Although, Detective Comics 1000 was a hell of a lot better than Action Comics 1000. 100%. Action Comics, Action Comics 1000 was a flaming power. Okay, here here is a debate. What was worse, Marvel Comics 1000 or Action Comics 1000? Marvel. You think so? I, they might be equally trash to me. Mm. At least, well, Action Comics 1000 had better covers. Yeah, that was the one thing Action Comics did better than Detective. <laughs> Detective covers were trash. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. I wanted to like them. And they could have brought back so many like significant artists to do it. Who was still alive and kicking. Um, the best of the big number 
issues, I think you will agree with that Spider-Man. Was that 700 or 800? 900. 800. Yeah. That shit was good as fuck. Uh-huh. It was a whole fucking trade warfare storyline in one issue. It had all the top-tier artists on it. And it was one storyline that yes. tied into it. Like, the one thing, like, I don't like... I get where they're coming from. Like, just do everyone tell, like, a little eight-page story, but... Yeah, for general population. Um, and then have an eight-page story that kind of tied into what? The... At least the Superman story that actually tied into a significant thing that lasts for a while. Yeah. The Detective Comics 1000, I thought that was the worst one out of all of it because it tied into a six-issue story arc that has no significance whatsoever anymore. Exactly. It should have carried on that Arkham Knight storyline for a while. Yep. That could have been a background storyline or something like that that happened that led into a bigger story, like, in my opinion. Like, like Mr. Free storyline did. Because, like, remember, like, last arc, like... Every last page was like Mr. Freeze page. Yeah. Which, which I thought was not was not the best execution. Yeah, but that's one thing Marvel hasn't that's one thing Marvel hasn't right lately. Cause that that issue Spider Man like was fucking good as fuck. It had all the top tier artists who who had drawn a book who did probably twenty two pages each, and there's like no backup stories. I don't I, I don't think like maybe one or two in the back. But they had a full lips quadruple sized story. I think there was like a st- smaller story led in, in the ba- very back. Yeah. We essentially Action Comic One Thousand and fucking um Batman One Thousand were uh backup books full of backup stories. And I hate backup stories. Yeah. The, o- the only time the backup stories were good was when also like a Dan the Dio idea like like the second features. Let me remember, like, 2012. Mm-hmm. Those were good. Like, like Manhunter. I thought it was a cool concept. Yeah. They should bring back. It's a way they could bring back, like, characters that just don't need their own book. Yeah. Like, they quit trying for, like... Who was it? Uh, is it Metal Men they're trying again for? Like, Oh, my God. Give it up. Yeah. Probably Doom Patrol because the goddamn show. No, that can- got canceled. They had yeah. a Doom Patrol book. With fucking Young Lions, Young Guns, what the fuck it was called? So, young yeah. animals, all trash. Yeah. Are there any other big books coming out like that? Like X Men One Thousand. No. Speaking of which, you read uh, like the Age of X powers of Power of X shit, right? Yes. Was it readable? Cause like Hickman to me, I can't read it. He's too fucking uh, wordy. It's not that wordy. That's good. And it is kind of a hard. Thing. To me, you have to read them both. Like, it's not yep. two separate storylines. Um, House of X was better than Powers of Ten. Because Powers of Ten is one that had, like, all the time jumps, right? Yep. Okay. Um, it was good. It was prop. It was a... There's definitely some... He definitely gets into his, like, I'm going to confuse the fuck out of you by talking about shit like no one understands. Mm-hmm. But it's easier to comprehend than, like, his Avengers ever was. Like, I didn't mind his Fantastic Four when he started on Fantastic Four. And then... Yep. Uh, After a while, it's got... Um, but then when he kind of incorporated that into Avengers, and then he did New Avengers... Yeah, man. That was trash. He gets... Because... I feel like Marvel thinks that he's their Grant Morrison. So, like... The, 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 they give him too much fucking leeway. Like I hate when you sit there and in. just let people like, oh, let's make it confusing for the sake of making it yeah. confusing. Confusing, confusing doesn't equal good. No, <laughs> but 
they think that it does. And then, okay, so one one question I have is why is Apocalypse good now? Or it is that like the the uh, Uncanny X Force Apocalypse? Um, if it is, they haven't said it yet. Could that would make sense? Because that whole experiment is Nature vs. Nurture with him. That makes sense. Because otherwise, why why is Apocalypse being friends with fucking mutants now? Because the Silver Nation, which I feel they've tried doing before. Yeah, like five times. Um, like fucking Jeff Lemire had them on like in the fucking Bamp universe, like as a fucking nation and shit. Didn't have like the fucking San Francisco. Didn't had uh, Krokoka before too. Mm-hmm. Then fucking Genosha, like. But I like how they uh, add in all the elements of like uh, Decimation, House of M, uh. And shit like that. Like, they're recalling a lot of the stuff of the past, but they actually had a, a pretty inventive way of um, bringing back mutants to life. Yeah. Yeah, like... Sorry, I'm finishing up this real quick. I, something for work real quick, and... Go on, or... Didn't they, like, invent some kind of all-cure or some shit for all fucking illness and shit? Um, you know the character Gold Balls? Yeah. Um, basically, you find out that the balls that he uh, sends out are, like, eggs. And they can kind of almost, and they use Cerebro to in, um, basically implant all the memories. And they almost kind of, like, cloning the... Uh, so all of Gold Ball's balls hatch dead, dead, uh, dead mutants. Mm-hmm. I feel like we would have found it out by now. But he never knew it because he, he It's not just him. He has to work with in uh, other mutants. This sounds like like trying to be two sci-fi fucking Game of Thrones at the same time to me. And then like, why do they always try to fucking segregate the fucking mutant now? X-Men Red was good. Yes. That's probably like the best, the, the most palatable fucking X-Men book to me in a long fucking time. What's your thoughts on Tom Taylor? Everything I've read of his so far, I really like. But that's only Injustice and X-Men Red. That, that's all I, I've ever read of his that, that I can recall. But he's an Aussie. So like there is probably fucking... 12 in the afternoon. What is Tom Taylor writing now? If anything. Uh, deceased? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually not bad, but it's basically DC's version of Marvel Zombies. Yeah. Um, it's actually a good, like, just a out-of-continuity miniseries. Although Elseworlds isn't a thing anymore. Um, I think one was, actually, book was really good. Um, just came out. It's like a new series of one-shots with Tales of the Dark Multiverse. I should ask about that. Um, they had issue one come out, which was Nightfall, which was nice because it's almost to uh, like. Uh, I'm pulling out Evans' copy of Batman Judge Red Judgment on da- Gotham, the very first. That's the first one, yeah. Uh, Batman Judge Red graphic now, but it's got like the spine on it. Um, Percy's format. Yeah. Okay. Um, which you have, to me, I don't think you've really seen in a while. No. Of books. Besides Marvel Comics 1000. <laughs> I think no. I think that's just a comic with a spine. 
Oh, I got you. The, the actual binding and everything is different. Like, it's, it's high-quality paper, you're, you're saying, right? Uh, I think it still uses, like, that DC, like, paper paper, like, they've mm-hmm. they been using, which I actually like. Takes me back to a feeling of old. And also, like, it's better, like, you're taking shit. Um, what was that? Sorry. It's better if you're taking a shit. Yes. Because that glare from the bathroom like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck with it. Um, now, but, Tales of the Dark Multiverse is basically like the what if. Yes. But, fucking, Marvel, Marvel what if hadn't really been that good, like, since they started having, like, as a monthly book, and, like, try to have, like, those specials every year. Yeah, I think that's trash. And they just try to take a major storyline. Yeah, that's what I, I like. Mean. Just use it as a, a concept. Like, what if this happened? Yeah, what exactly. if this happened? Any type of obscure-ass shit. But now it's only And I don't think it needs to be, line. like, a 64-page issue. Just, like, yep. one one and done or something like that. Or maybe yep. two spe- two-issue special. Exactly. What if Peter Parker went to this college versus that college? Speaking of which, probably the best superhero book I've read this year, which we'll, I'll probably talk about more indefinitely, on our uh, year in review. Do you want to spoil it? I, I mean, like, I'll talk about more more in-depthly, but uh, that Sp- Sp- Spider-Man Life Story. Probably uh, the best miniseries that I've read in a long fucking time. Although the ending wasn't that good. It was an odd ending. It was very odd. But a good Mark Bagley artwork. Best Mark Bagley we've seen in, in years. The best Mark Bagley I've seen since Amazing Spider-Man 350. With the um, gold back cover. Um, it was a cool concept. I'm shocked that they're not trying to do something else. I guarantee they are. Because they took... Uh, like, like We were talking X-Men would be a perfect mm-hmm. um, life story concept. I think Captain America would be too. That'd be long. That'd be like a long-ass series. No, 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 because... Apparently now, like, uh... Well, you'd be skipping some of it. And, and t- it'd be two issues, really. <laughs> it'd be, like, the 40s and the 2010s. Well, no, because they were... Because uh, it's World War II, so, like, it, you'd have, like, one issue in the 20s, and then you'd next one would be, like, in the 50s, maybe? Yeah, yeah, because they would do it as if it really happened. So not, like, now, in current continuity, Captain America can't back... No, it'd be 60s. Yeah, 60, yep. So it'd be, I think, 20s, if they did it, like, to what it 20s, happened. 20s, 40s, yeah. Or maybe forties. Yeah, yeah, probably just whatever. Whatever it was when 40s. he fucking forties uh, was froze. Like yep. became Captain America. 60, 70, then it would be 90s. 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s. And his would be interesting because he he was simply young-ish, but he would age a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I guarantee that we'll make this a, a whole thing because like they had like that that fucking X Men Grand Design like. Like now they're like doing fat, Fantastic Four and Grand Design. I know someone asked them online, like, what if you could do any other character, who would be their choice to do for Life Story? He said the Robins. Who's that? Chip Zardesky. So, like, wants to go DC do it? Oh, I don't think he will, but I think he said if he had, or that's what he'd like to do for one. But hmm. obviously, that's not going to happen. I mean, it could. I mean, because I don't think he's um under contract. Yeah, but I don't think you can take. It'd be tough to take a concept that you did for Marvel and then. I don't think think, uh, listening to stuff that he does on Twitter I don't think he wants to necessarily uh, jump ship okay 
But yeah, fuck, Life Story was fucking good. Uh, especially the first two or three. It kind of was downhill. Too. It was, but it was good wordy. Like it was meaty. Mm-hmm. And it was consistent. Like it wasn't like yeah. all like all each, each issue was a one shot. Like it kind of had a storyline that kept overlapping. And then fucking Norman kept coming back to the. Yeah. On the flip side, I'll tell you what book is not that good. What's that? Spider Man. Uh, yeah. By I got to that. J J Abrams and. Oh, that his one. And his son. What do you think I was talking about? Amazing uh, Spider-Man? Yeah. Oh, that's actually pretty good mm. still. With Nick Spencer and Ryan Otley and now Patrick Gleason. And Umberto Ramos sometimes and then Chris Bacalo sometimes. Sometimes. They'll always, they'll always make their way back to... So did they make the Lizard's kid also like a, a fucking lizard? Mm-hmm. That was a long time ago. I thought his kid was dead. They brought him back to life during the clone conspiracy. Oh, they did. Yeah, I forgot about that, man. Yeah, which was also pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. Dan Slott can fucking write a fucking storyline. I think Dan Slott depends on what character he's on. Because his... Iron Man was trash. Well, I mean, like, he he can write a uh, event. Which I is mean, weird. Was that how long and consistent he stayed on Spider-Man? And only needing Christos Gage on a couple rare occasions to... He couldn't keep up the on uh, Spider-Man and Fantastic Four. The Fantastic Four was continuously late, and then he need, uh, Iron Man became a book that is he co-writes. Okay. I was going to say that maybe um, it's, the, it's the artist, but like now if he's co-writing Iron Man now, so like, never mind that theory. Mm-mm. I think it's strictly him. Hmm. And there were both books, and you know how much I'm a completionist I am. Mm-hmm. There were both books I dropped. Wow. Yeah, because... And then I thought about going back and getting the Iron Man. It was dumb. The Iron Man story was dumb. And it kept doing with some sort of, like, virtual reality that he created. That sounds like shit. And, that go, sounds and going like inside the, the um, virtual reality and stuff. And it wasn't, like... It would have been one storyline and then it moved on. It would have been fine, but it was continuous. That sounds like some shit that would have come out in the 90s... Back in the 90s when... It, well, back when the internet was all... Oh, the internet! Oh, we're going to go to virtual Johnny reality. Johnny Monica fucking... Uh, That's fucking... Marvel. Yeah, that sounds like trash. Uh, and you're trying to capitalize on like that Ready Player One and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And then fuck VR goggles, which is yeah. the same thing. Who was it that did Iron Man? Oh, it was uh, Bendis that did Iron Man right beforehand. If Bendis didn't well, go... Actually, his Iron Man wasn't bad. Because he did that in the, the, the Notorious or... Infamous Iron Man. Infamous Iron Man. Now, if, in my opinion, if they hadn't have killed Tony Stark, that... Iron Man book was getting really good, but then it killed him. Then did fucking Riri and uh, Doctor Doom, which but that I stopped. Was good, though. Yeah, I mean I stopped, but like that art and like that's my favorite armor. Yeah, but now they're trying to do it again. They're killing Tony Stark off again. It's like it, I'm getting tired, and like uh, I don't know if you're gonna read it up today. I'm getting tired of fucking comics re- retreading on fucking storylines that don't even take aren't even done for a couple years. They're not even waiting anybody right to say. <laughs> making trying to make some big deal like Superman's about to reveal his identity to the world. They fucking did it in the New Fifty Two, and it was a horrible storyline. Ex- oh <laughs> Try man. something new, like or wait, wait for a little <laughs> bit of time. Take, take other old storylines <laughs> and do those again. I mean, fuck. Yeah, I agree, man. Yeah, Marvel kind of got, got greedy by just oh, we're making Secret Wars two, we're making uh, Civil War two, we're. Yeah, I mean they tried redoing, trying to capture lightning in a bottle twice. Secret War was a good ingredient altogether. Yeah, I kind of want to go back and read Civil War too and just see if it was yeah. somewhat better. It had good art. <laughs> um, 
But um, yeah. But no, you're right. Doing. But yeah, but like, so trying, like Bendis is, is, is next week's storylines. We're trying to. Oh hey, Superman's about to re- be the hero we all need him to be, and he's going to reveal his identity to the world. Who wait, the fuck cares? Wait a minute now. So the new fifty two. Lois outed him. Yep. New fifty two. Lois died too. I had to. Have. <laughs> or it morphed into one. Oh, I, I, feel like, I feel like it's, it's, it's disappeared at some point. It's just say, fuck it. The lowest okay. lane of, of uh, New 52 became Superwoman, I think. Oh, okay. When the New 50, or when the rebirths first started. Yeah. And then probably died. I don't know. Probably died. Because how about that Perry... How about that Perry White? Because, like... There was only one Perry White. But he was young. He was younger. And on like, New 52, and, and, like, when I picked up a Superman book a while ago... Parrot was old as fuck again. Yeah, well, I think that's just part of the rebirth. They made the mistake of separating and making two Superman. They just should have done, done the whole rebirth thing, and but they morphed. You got to remember, they morphed. If you go back and or if you read it, they did that. Uh, that one storyline. The Superman rebirth, or yep. reborn. Reborn. Yep. And they basically morphed the uh, Mister Mixiplex or whatever. Put both. Uh, the OG Superman and the New 52 Superman into one and retained oh, wow. elements of both. Both. So there was only never two... As far as anyone was concerned, there was never two Lois's, never oh, two Superman God. anymore. Oh. Does he still have, like, his solar flare from, like, J.R.J.R. run? I want to say he used it once. <laughs> Bring back the mullet. Yeah. I mean, but at least his solar flare was new. Yeah. Some sort of new kind. <laughs> doesn't need to be something he used all the time. And they should have made, like... And it, it was kind of a cool concept because it wasn't yeah. when he used it, he lost his power for, yeah, for like a day or some shit. Yeah, that was a bit of a cool concept. Yeah. You know, he becomes vulnerable, or if he wants, he could go like if he ever wanted like a day, you know, really get into Lois for a day or something <laughs> like that. Uh, he could go up to space, fucking solar flare out, and then go back down. Well, yeah. I guess I don't know how he'd fly back down. Ah, it was a cool concept they could have. Hey, that's probably I mean that Superman space suit he had in his cartoon. <laughs> Batman could have been flying the Batwing behind him. And, <laughs> Yeah, but you're you're absolutely right, man. Um, I always love comics, but now that I see how how the fucking hot dogs are made now, like goddamn, you're right. Dude. I'm upset that you told me that they're killing off Iron Man again. It was like last year. But I'll tell you what story is what book's good right now is uh, Superman Batman with uh, Joshua Williams. Yep, and David Marquez. Yeah, I wanted to buy that, but like it's some damn good art. Yep, and uh, it's a good storyline, and it's. Jay Space is there fighting the Batman who laughs. I think they're overusing him like a motherfucker, though. Yeah. Overusing the fuck out of that dude. Well, I think it's always been the same storyline, just him and between him and Snyder. But yeah, but yes, he's, I he's agree. around too much. He's he's around way too fucking much. Um, and uh, they fucked up Iron Man when they did go against the grain of the movies and old shit. When they made his parents not his parents, and like they made a hippie bitch's mom, I, I was out. Oh. And like the that was in the Karen Gillan round like we had like the black and gold armor. That was the superior. No, right before that. Since I quit. I wasn't reading that. Same time frame, but yeah, like how dare you make his parents not be his parents? What's the point of that? Yeah, it's Howard Stark. I mean, he's a genius. Yeah. Howard Stark was a genius. You don't just all of a sudden become one by watching your father. I mean, part of that intellect is born into you. Exactly. And then like his mom was a fucking hippie bitch from fucking uh. Singer? Yeah. It didn't make sense. It's the worst thing that... that I want to become a comic writer just so I can fix that. Yeah. 
But this is a pretty good comic episode. We got an hour and a half in this shit, so we might as well go ahead and finish this shit up. Alright. So we got another episode off for you. Brian's back in a major way, bitch. He is. We I are. ain't going. I'm back to stay. <laughs> At least for now. I want that back. I want that back for good. Who was that? Oh, that was Take That with Robbie Williams. Hmm. Anyway, we'll see you next time. We'll just be a couple. Guys, tell the true stories based on pitch.